Welcome back to Agent Investor, inspiring stories of active agents investing in real estate and building passive income. In a business where potential deals are all around you, why not leverage your skills to invest for yourself, your family, and your future? And now, let's jump into the latest episode of Agent Investor. All right, guys, welcome back to the Agent Investor podcast. At Agent Investor, we have a saying that sales will make you a living and investing will make you wealthy. I'm your host today, Tom Caffarella. If you're an agent who's on what I call the real estate roller coaster with your income always going up and down and up and down, if you don't have any retirement plan, you don't have any passive income, if you're working your butt off, but you're not getting the financial results that you thought you were going to get by getting into real estate, if you're working your butt off and you don't have the freedom and flexibility in your real estate agent career, I would strongly consider investing in real estate. And if you've been paying attention to me for long enough, you know kind of how my career has gone. I started as a real estate agent. I was living paycheck to paycheck, always living and dying on my next commission. And it wasn't until I started investing in real estate that I was able to become financially free. Today, we're going to specifically be talking about a topic that really is on the minds of a lot of people, which is how can you become a millionaire in real estate as fast as possible? Now, this specific episode, this specific live stream is not for people who want to get there slowly. There is absolutely nothing wrong with taking your time to become a millionaire in real estate. If you have time and speed is not your top priority, it's really easy to become a multimillionaire when you invest in real estate. All that you need to do is buy one property per year and wait and wait and wait. 10 or 15 or 20 years later, you're going to be an automatic multimillionaire. It's a very easy formula, something that anybody can do. But we're not here to talk about that. We're actually going to go in the opposite direction and again, this episode specifically is going to be for people who say, yes, it would be cool to become a millionaire through investing in real estate in 10 or 15 years, but I want to compress that time down as much as possible. So today, I'm going to talk about the formula that I followed, that the majority of investors who became millionaires quickly have followed. Um it's not the easiest path in the world, but it is the one that works. Um, and so I'm going to share with you how I did it. Again, how most people I know have done it. And my objective by the end of this session is to either have you on board with this plan or for you all to say, hey, you know what? I'm cool waiting five or 10 or 15 years. That's okay. But before I go into that, just want to give one last plug for our Agent Investor Systems event that we have coming up on April 12th and April 13th. Today's going to be a really good session, but on April 12th and April 13th, you guys are going to get me for two full days at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Woburn, Massachusetts, right outside of Boston, easily commutable pretty much from anywhere in New England, and easy to get to even if you fly in. I know we have a bunch of people that are also flying in. We literally have 10 seats left. 
Okay, so the event can only hold 250 people. The event is completely free. So if you're on this call and you've been paying attention to anything that I've been helping to teach you guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, there's no better way to get that foundation of investing information that you need than attending the two-day event. It's cool to listen to me here and there on a podcast or on a live stream, but you're going to meet me. You're going to meet my team. It's going to be for two full days uninterrupted. Just for registering, if you bring a guest, you have a chance to win a free two-person all-inclusive trip to Aruba, which Lydia McGuire just got back from. Um, so I want to give you guys the link, www.agentinvestorevent.com. And I'm not trying to scare you, but there are literally only 10 seats left. Once we fill those 10 seats, we just can't have anybody else come. So if you're kind of on the fence and you think you might want to go, my advice to you is just to register. You can always tell me later that you don't want to come. We can always try to get a couple other people to fill those seats. But once we fill the 250, as long as nobody else tells us that they're not coming, we will be sold out. The event is completely for free. And of course, we're going to teach you guys the systems that we use in our business to do what we've done, which is fix and flip over a thousand homes, building over 300 person rental property portfolio, build a brokerage of over 350 agents, build 200 new construction apartment units, and personally raise over $20 million of private capital. So again, one last kind of call to action, www.agentinvestorevent.com. Please don't hesitate. If you do want to come, please register. Go on your phone right now and just fill out the form. And I encourage you to bring a guest. Back to basics here. Back to speed. Becoming a millionaire quickly. Okay. So the formula that I'm going to share with you, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. And for those of you who maybe were hoping I could come up with a plan for you to become a millionaire within the next quarter or the next six months, I just don't know of any way to do it. Right. So what I'm going to outline today is about a three year plan to become a millionaire, assuming that you have no money to start. If you have money to start, you're probably going to be able to get there just a little bit sooner. If you have some additional resources than I had when I first started, started, it'll probably happen a little bit sooner for you. But what I've laid out is a two and a half to a three year plan that I want to talk about today. Anybody can follow, even if you have no money. Even if you don't have any skills to start, even if this is the first time you've ever thought about investing, but it will take time, effort, and energy. The method and the steps I'm going to talk about today are going on the assumption that you showed up because you want speed to becoming a millionaire. Okay. Keep in mind, again, one last kind of disclaimer there are many ways to get rich in real estate investing over a long period of time. I could give you a thousand different ways to do that but I want to give you the quickest one today. Okay. So again, one caveat here, if you want speed, then effort is going to have to be put in. If you have the long time frame, if you have 10 or 15 or 20 years, you can go at a slow pace. You can go at a methodical pace. You don't need to work extra hours. You can buy a property every year or a property every other year. And over the long haul, you will become a millionaire. That's the great thing about real estate. So in order to get there faster, you're going to need to work harder, okay? And because you have little to no money to start, 
you're also going to have to work harder. You're going to have to do more of the things that I would call sweat equity. And at the two-day event that we have coming up, I'm going to talk a lot about once you get to a point where you've gained some traction, once you get to that two or three-year mark, how do you use systems to really amplify everything? But in the beginning, you're going to be the person, if you don't have a lot of money and you and you have never invested in real estate before, there's going to be a lot of sweat equity. So the first thing that I, I think is extremely important, if you want to become a millionaire in real estate as soon as possible, is to not give up your main income source. I've heard people say, hey, you got to go all in. You have to make sure that you're going to go full speed. I don't think personally that that's the quickest way to get there. I think if you're a real estate agent, you want to keep that income coming in. If you are a W-2 employee, I think you want to keep that income coming in in the beginning. The reason for that is because you want everything that you make investing to be extra. Extra money for down payments on properties, extra money for marketing spend, extra money to save. Okay, I'm very adamant on this point. I know that some of you are real estate agents that want to be investors, and maybe you don't want to be agents anymore. But if you're a successful agent selling 10 plus houses a year, and you're making six figures or close to it or more than six figures every year, I think one of the biggest mistakes that you can make is to just give up that career immediately. So I just want to kind of start there by saying whatever your income source is that's paying your bills, Try to just maintain it. Keep it on autopilot. Maybe if you're selling 20 houses a year, you don't push it to try to sell 30, but you're at least staying in the 20, 20 house mark. Or if you're a W-2 employee making $80,000 a year, try to keep that $80,000 a year job. Okay, and I'm going to tell you why later. So the formula to do this, the, the number one skill that you need to get good at to become a millionaire investing in real estate if you don't have money to start, is to become a deal finder. There are three things that you need to get good at to be a successful investor. You need to find deals, you need to be able to fund deals, and you need to be able to manage construction to some extent. But when you're starting, the most important thing, especially if you have no money to start, hands down, is to find deals. You need to become a deal finding machine. But you need to focus on a specific type of properties, and I'm gonna tell you why. The easiest way and the fastest way to get you to be worth over a million dollars in real estate is to be able to both wholesale, fix and flip, and buy and hold properties all at the same time. So the formula that I would suggest that you follow is to find three really great deals, three really great multifamily deals, and to flip, or wholesale the first three, and then hold on to the fourth one. I'm going to say this again because this is a critical point. When you become a deal-finding machine, you want to go after multifamily real estate in the market that you operate in. doesn't matter what market, but in the market that's close to you. And I want you to find four deals. I'm going to tell you how to do it. Find four deals, wholesale, or flip the first three to get big hits of income and hold on to the fourth one. I'm going to tell you why in a second. The reason that you want to find multifamily properties is twofold. So I see sometimes people make this mistake that they want to buy and hold 
multifamilies, but then they go out and try to find single families to flip or condos to flip or all these other types of properties to flip or wholesale. And then they have to go out and find another multifamily. My best suggestion, my best advice and the quickest path to becoming a millionaire is to just target the multifamilies. And again, it's twofold the reason. The first reason is that the spreads on multifamilies are bigger because the numbers are bigger. I know not everybody is in the greater Boston market that's listening right now. But in the greater Boston market, if you find a, a three-unit property somewhere in Boston, it's going to be worth around a million bucks. You know, maybe it's worth anywhere from 800K to 1.5 million. So if we're talking about flipping or wholesaling a deal, it's a lot easier to make a fat wholesale profit on a $100,000 property than it is I'm on a million dollar property than it is to make a big fat wholesale fee on a 30,000 uh, on a hundred thousand dollar property. Sorry, I don't know why I'm getting my numbers screwed up right now, but it's as simple as this. If you go out and you find a multifamily in the city of Boston and you're getting under contract for 900K and it's worth a million, it's not super difficult to charge a $30,000 wholesale fee on that deal. Heck, you could pretty much list that property and make 30,000. So that's another opportunity that that gives you if you're finding deals. Spreads on multifamilies, especially in the market that I'm in, are always the biggest. But if you're specifically targeting multifamily properties, it's also going to give you the ability for the ones that you want to hang on to them. So again, the formula is this. You find four really good deals in year one, you wholesale or partner on three, and then you keep one. Now, I want to talk a little bit about partnering. Partnering is not necessarily something that you need to do. But for those of you who know a little bit about the inner circle, one of the major benefits of the inner circle is that you get the ability to partner with me and my team on fix and flip deals. So I know that a lot of you have heard this story before, but we partnered on a deal with somebody who was in the inner circle last year. They went on a listing appointment. It was their friend's mom who passed away. House needed a ton of work because they were in the inner circle. They brought that deal to us. It ended up being a $300,000 profit that we split 50-50. Each side made $150,000. Most flips do not make that much money. In fact, most flips in our market, in my market, make about $60,000. And that's pretty close to a national average. I talk to people all across the country. Maybe in some smaller markets, the average might be closer to like 40 or 50. And maybe in some more expensive markets, it might be closer to 70 or 80. But keep in mind that if you are in the inner circle, you have the ability, if you find an off-market deal, rather than build a buyer list, try to get that property out there, and maybe have some difficulty wholesaling it, you can bring that deal right to us and we will split that deal with you. For those of you who like the sound of that and didn't even know that that was an option, I would encourage you to jump on a call with me by going to www.agentinvestorinnercircle.com. Again, that's www.agentinvestorinnercircle.com. There's a whole ton of other benefits of joining the inner circle. And there's three easy ways to get into the inner circle, one of which is completely free. So if you like the sound of potentially partnering with us on deals, just go to www.agentinvestorinnercircle.com 
and find a time on my calendar. We'll talk about your specific investing situation. See if we can help you. So again, going back to the formula, no matter what you're doing, whether you're building a business, whether you're investing, the beginning is the hardest. It takes the most amount of sweat equity and it's the slowest. So again, I told you guys kind of in the intro that I don't know of a plan to have your net worth become a million dollars in six months or even frankly a year. You'd have to get lucky for it to happen in a year. But I want you to kind of envision that you're going out, you're hunting for off-market deals, you find four, you wholesale or partner with us. Partnering with us would be the more profitable way to do it. Partner with us on three, and on the fourth one, you keep it. Now, if you're going after multifamily deals, and I want to get into the numbers a little bit, but if you're going after multifamily deals and you're getting them off market and the average price of that multifamily is a million bucks, very easy to understand how you could have $100,000 in equity on that fourth property that you end up holding. Remember, you're going to partner with us or wholesale the first three. And on the fourth, you're going to hold. On that fourth one that you hold on day one, you're going to have $100,000 of equity because you're going to get that at a discount. You're going to get that off market. I want to talk quickly for those of you who don't um, have a firm grasp on how to find deals off market and how to do it with no marketing budget just really quickly. Again, guys, keep in mind, you want to achieve big things. It's going to require sacrifice. Remember, I already said that I, I firmly believe that anybody who wants to do this as fast as possible needs to keep their current full-time income source. But if you're an agent, you're kind of lucky because if you're out there hunting for off-market deals the way that we teach, the way that I do it, you're not only going to increase your investing business, you're also going to increase your real estate agent business. So you may actually grow your real estate agent business by accident looking for off-market deals if you're doing things the way that we would suggest. So I'm sure for those of you who are not familiar with doing off-market deals or finding off-market deals or how it works, it's really simple. All that you're doing is trying to generate face-to-face -face seller appointments. That's it. People that want to sell their property are, are would consider an offer on their home will let you come into their property and make you an offer, okay? Now, the methods with which you would do that are not really much different than if you were an agent. It's kind of like the whole reason I created the agent investor model, the agent investor brand, because again, you're not gonna have to work all that much harder as an agent to invest in real estate because if you start spending five or 10 or 15 hours a week trying to find sellers that wanna sell their houses, well, guess what? Your agent business is going to grow. Your investment business is going to grow. Now, keep in mind, I've just said to you guys, like, we're only going to do four deals in the first year. Three, we're going to wholesale or flip. And the fourth one, we're going to hang on to. That is a reasonable expectation for someone that's willing to put in five or 10 or 15 hours a week in order to find off-market deals. So how do we find off-market deals with no budget? Because, of course, if you have money to spend, you can do mailers or you can do text. You can do, um, I'm sorry, mailers or Google pay-per-click or Facebook ads. But again, let's assume that you're going from zero to a million. We know that you're not going to have a big marketing budget. So what do we do? There are five ways to get off-market deals if you're an agent. There are going to be things that you, brought, you probably already know about, you may already be doing. The first one is calling. Okay, so 
most of you, if you're in real estate, have been told that it makes sense to call sellers once in a while. And I'm not going to go into how you do this. This is not a how-to. At the two-day event, I'm going to be doing more how-to and going into our systems. But for day, for today's purpose, I'm just going to talk about like the, the, the whole strategy. So you're either going to call people to get these seller appointments. You're going to text people. You're going to door knock. You're going to work on agent referrals. And you're going to work your own seller appointments. So I'm just going to go into this really, really quickly. So if you're calling, your script changes and your call becomes, hey, would you consider an offer on your home? If you're texting, it's the same thing. If you're door knocking, you're knocking on a door and you're saying, hey, you know, might sound crazy. This is out of the blue, but, you know, would you ever consider selling your property? I'm looking for homes to buy. Agent referrals. You all co-broke with a ton of people each and every year. Every agent that you talk to is an opportunity to tell them that you're an investor. You want to buy properties and you're interested if they ever have a property that needs work or a seller that wants to move on an accelerated time frame. Hey, give me an opportunity to buy that property. I won't co-broke the deal. Maybe you can even get the listing on the back end, etc. And your own seller appointments. Now, you know, if, if you're not proactively seeking out sellers, if you're not proactively marketing and prospecting for sellers, you're probably not going to go on a ton of seller appointments every single month. But the ones that you go on, you may be able to get one investment opportunity maybe every year. So out of those four investment opportunities that we talked about in year one, maybe one of them is just, you know, from your sphere of influence. And the other thing that you need to be doing if you're a real estate agent who wants to invest in real estate, let people know that you're an investor. You're looking for homes to buy. Are you posting on social media? Are you telling people that you can buy houses, right? So again, year one, you're going to partner with us or you're going to wholesale three properties. And you're going to hang on to one. Now, let's assume that you do that. And let's assume that out of the three deals that you wholesale or partner with us, that makes you $100,000. Okay? Could be a little bit less. Could be a little bit more. I think that's a good number to use. So you've got hundred k, right? And all of that hundred k is savings because you have kept your W-2 job or your agent job. You have not stopped that income. So this investing income is completely on the side. It's completely extra. In addition, after that first year, that one deal that you held on to, you have $100,000 in equity. So now at the end of year one, your net worth, let's assume you started with legitimately zero. At the end of the, the year one, you have $100,000 in cash and a property that's got $100,000 in equity. Not too bad. Probably not as exciting as a lot of you were hoping for when you jumped on this call. I'm sure some people wanted me to tell them how to become a millionaire in six months. Again, I don't know how to do it. I just don't. But having said that, let's talk about year two. So year two is a little bit different, right? Because as we're building our business and as we build our capital reserves and our cash reserves, and as we get a little bit more skilled, we get better results if we keep pushing. So the one big change that I recommend making in year two is to have a marketing budget to find these sellers. You've got 100K in the bank. Again, let's focus on the fact that we're trying to get to a million as fast as possible. Year two, my recommendation would be throw 5K a month into a marketing budget. 
again, whether that's mailers or pay-per-click or having somebody else do the calling for you, whatever you end up doing, now in year two, you're going to be able to get four deals just from your marketing, right? Your marketing spend alone is going to get you a minimum of four new deals, right? And remember the formula, flip or partner with us or wholesale three, keep one. Now you're also going to continue because the, the marketing dollars that you spend is not going to take any of your time. So you can still spend your time prospecting for those other four deals. So in year two, I have projected that you're going to do, again, four deals from your sweat equity. So instead of doing four deals like we did in year one, we're doing eight deals that year. Four from our marketing dollars, four from our sweat equity. Now, again, the formula, partner with us on three, hold the fourth. So by the end of year two, you're going to have acquired two new properties to hold on to, each with $100,000 of equity. So at the end of year two now, you have three long-term buy and hold properties with $100,000 of equity. At the end of year two, your, your cash reserves went from 100, they went down 60K for the marketing, so you're, you got 40, but you made another 200 from those other six deals that you did. So now your cash in the bank at the end of year two is 250, and you've got three properties with 100K of equity. Your net worth at the end of year two is $550,000. May sound like a lot, may sound like a little. I don't know, you know how you would perceive that, but to me, that's really, really good progress. And now let's finish off year three because year three is when you're going to hit that million dollar mark. So year three, there's again, there's a little bit more changes. So year three, we're going to have instead of a $5,000 a month marketing budget, we're going to have a $10,000 a month marketing budget. It's a big deal because as you increase your marketing, you're going to increase your deal flow. You're also, by the way, going to increase the listings you take. I have put those off to the side. I'm not even counting that in this projection. That's icing on the cake. You will absolutely do more listings by marketing for sellers for cash offers. But let's put that aside for right now. So the beginning of year three, you say, hey, I'm going to have a 10K a month marketing budget. I'm still going to sweat equity for deals because I want year three to be the year that I cross that seven-figure net worth mark. So again, we're going to follow the same formula. We're going to find four deals on our own. But now since we have a $10,000 a month marketing budget, we're going to find eight properties, right? Eight properties through our marketing. We're going to hold four deals and we're going to do 12 other partner deals with us or wholesale deals with us. Now, again, let's not focus too much on the technicalities of the math. But at the end of three years, you're going to own seven buy and hold properties that each have $100,000 of equity in them. And you're going to have $400,000 of cash in the bank. Again, let's not focus on the technicalities of the dollars. Because maybe instead of having $400 in the bank, you got $350. Maybe instead of $400, you got $450. Maybe instead of owning seven properties, you own six. Maybe they all have $110,000 of equity. This is just ballpark, but this is about right. So at the end of year three, you are now a millionaire, right? So three years of busting your butt, making the right moves, focusing on off-market strategies, letting everybody know that you're an investor, reinvesting profits back into the business, keeping your current source of income, and probably increasing your agent business because you're spending so much time marketing to sellers. 
So now we're done with year three. Now that we're done with year three, a lot has changed. I would say this is the point where your life really starts to change. Because these first three years, you were working your butt off. You were working your butt off. And you might even think, geez, is this even kind of worth it? But I just want to kind of talk about what happens after the third year, because this is when your life actually changes. And this is really how all business works. The beginning phases are hard, 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 sweat equity, hard work, then a big life improvement. So I just want to paint the picture for you. So now you're starting the year four. You've got $400,000 of cash in the bank. You own seven rentals with $100,000 of equity in them, okay? This is what has changed. Number one, some of those properties that had 100K in equity now may have 150 in equity. They may have 130 in equity. They may have 200 in equity, but likely they have more equity than when you first bought them. You've also paid down a little bit on the mortgage. Not too much because... Most of the properties you've only owned for a year or half a year or whatever, but you're starting to pay down on the mortgage. Having said that, you're going to be able to start to use some of those multifamilies as piggy banks and pull equity. Pulling equity, this is really where where you know multimillionaires are made, right? So you're at a point now, beginning of year four, where you have a base. You're a millionaire, but what's more important than that is the base of assets that you own that you can now use as piggy banks to buy other assets. No longer do you have to sweat equity to make calls or door knock or do any of that stuff because you've got enough money in the bank to have a good marketing budget. No longer do you have to save for down payments. You can tap equity on properties for down payments. And that just kind of continues to grow and grow and grow. And again, this is how all high net worth people do it. After five years of owning a property, they pull equity. Well, guess what? They pull the max equity they can to put down on more properties. And then another few years goes by, they tap that same property they tapped a few years ago to get more money for more properties. That's that's what it's all about. It's not easy. Guys, if this was easy, if this was easy, like everybody would do it. And, uh, you know, I like kind of giving like fitness analogies, but like, you know, uh, I'm certainly not in the best shape of my life, but when I was, like, I remember the process of getting, you know, like six pack apps. Like, I remember like what I had to do in order to get there, and it wasn't always fun. Like, I remember like, you know, eating chicken and vegetables every day and doing tons of cardio and doing all these things that were hard. But I remember once I got there, it was kind of interesting because it wasn't as hard to maintain, meaning that like. The actual, like the first year, the first two years, the first three years of this plan is going to be hard. Like if it was easy, everybody would do it. But then once you get there, it makes your life kind of a lot easier. Now, somebody had had asked um, in, in learning the how to, and, and that's really what the, the two day event is all about. Like, I wish I could teach you guys like the, the ins and outs of this entire plan, like right now, but you know, it. Literally, will take me two days to do it. And we're going to focus on the systems that we use in our business in order to get there, right? I talked about like, you know, how do you how do you actually get these seller appointments? Like, what are the scripts you use? What are the face-to-face uh, sales strategies that you use? How do you lock them up? What contracts do you use? If you're going to door knock, like, how does the conversation go? How many doors should you be hitting? Like, what are the actual systems involved 
and doing all the stuff. That's why we're having the two-day event. If I could give you guys the two-day event in an hour, I would. Um, there's a reason why I'm dropping 100K on this event and making a big push to get people to register because it is that important. And again, if you haven't registered yet, just go to www.agentinvestorevent.com, www.agentinvestorevent.com, and just make sure that you register today because there are only 10 seats left. The event isn't going to be as exciting as the rest of the events because it's going to be a step-by-step formulaic. Here's our roadmap. Here's our process. This is what you actually need to be doing every day. But at the end of the day, it's really what is going to get you guys the results. We're also going to be doing a bus tour. So we're going to be taking you all to one of our apartment deals that we're in the process of of, uh, renovating right now, which would be a really cool way to show you guys like how we raise money for those deals, how we renovate them. I'm going to have my entire construction team there. That's another huge reason to come to the actual event because I don't know a lot about construction. I know some of you who know me well like know that, but I'm going to have my team there, my construction team, and they're actually going to be doing some of the training. I'm going to have my CFO there. We're going to be talking about accounting and how to structure your business that way. And again, more than anything else, like I know that some of you are far and it's not necessarily convenient to give up two days of your life. But I will tell you that, you know, no doubt is the very best thing that you can possibly do for your business. I've traveled all over the country to visit other people's offices, other people's events. And I always come back much better than I I left. And I always, at the end of the day, I'm like, darn, I'm like, glad I did this. I should do a little bit more of this. So sometimes you need to take a little bit of a step back to take a step forward. I know that the actual attendance of the event is not directly an income producing activity, but it will be a net worth producing activity over the next year to two years to three years. And for anybody who liked the idea of partnering with us or getting one-on-one coaching from me, where I can actually delve into your own individual situation, I encourage you to book a time on my calendar at www.agentinvestorinnercircle.com. Again, that's www.agentinvestorinnercircle.com. There are three ways to get into the inner circle. One of them, like I mentioned, is completely free. So I would encourage you to at least have the conversation to say, can we help you? And if you feel like you got good information from this session, getting one-on-one help is going to be even more relevant because we're going to be able to talk about your specific situation. One of the things that gets missed with some of this like virtual training is I can't have a conversation with you. I can't ask you what you've been doing, what you're doing for income right now, what your goals are, what you're trying to achieve by investing in real estate, what your background is, what you've already done. Do you know construction or not? Do you know how to find deals or not? Stuff like that. And that's what we work on with people that are in the inner circle. It's just a shortcut more than anything else to success. If you jump on a call with me, you know anybody who knows me knows that I'm not really much of a salesperson. I'm going to figure out how to help you that day, tell you what we offer in the inner circle, ask you if it's something that you're interested in. If the answer is no, then you got a free strategy session out of that call. Again, that's www.agentinvestorevent.com. And I really, really hope that I see a bunch of you in what, like just a little bit over two and a half weeks from now at the event. Guys, every Tuesday at 11 o'clock, we do these live streams. I do a different topic every week. 
when you guys have a topic that you want me to cover, please, please, please make sure that you let me know. Go into the Agent Investor Facebook group, ask a question, send me a DM on Facebook. You know, the objective is to help as many people as we possibly can get to that multimillionaire status through real estate investing. Remember, guys, sales will make you a living. Investing will make you wealthy. Yeah, you can make $100,000, $200,000 a year as a salesperson selling real estate. And that is really cool. That's all well and good. But that still means you're probably working nights and weekends and working with clients that you shouldn't be working with. When you're invested in real estate and you own assets, you're going to be in more control of your time. And we know that's what you guys are after. Like you guys didn't get into real estate to have to work nights and weekends and work with people who aren't nice to you and have to hope that you get another sale the next month. Don't quit being an agent, but make a commitment first to learning how to invest in real estate. And you can do that by coming to our event, www.agentinvestorevent.com. I saw a few signups already come in while this was going on. So there's less than 10 seats left. If you're interested, please book now, www.agentinvestorevent.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to the Agent Investor Podcast. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other agents and reviewing the show on iTunes. Every time you share the show and leave a review, you are potentially changing someone's life. To get free weekly education, strategies, and to connect with other agent investors across the country, join our free Facebook group at agentinvestor.com. Again, that's agentinvestor.com.